This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And let's talk to Ed Moyer in New York. Good evening from London, Ed. And happy Super Thursday from New York. Yes, it is very much a Super Thursday, a massive week for earnings. Let's start with the big one, uh, Facebook. And we've seen uh, billions wiped off the valuation of Meta after profits more than halved. Was that expected by markets? I think the writing was on the wall. Um, You've seen the social media giant make a big bet on AI, the metaverse, and it's not winning, and it's it's also losing the battle to TikTok and Snapchat. Uh, so I think uh, there was kind of expectations that they were going to disappoint. Um, the pain for Facebook shareholders it's been um, pretty pretty um, amazing. Um, I think uh, Meta shares are at the lowest levels since 2016. That means they've lost about 70% this year. Um, this is this is a stock that. Um, this has bad news. And when you take a look at the earnings results the, and the earnings call and you, you put it all together, um, you would think a company who has declining revenues would be a little bit more conservative with CapEx, but no, they're actually push, pushing forward with more aggressive spending. That is not good news. Um, you, you've had some of the more bullish analysts finally uh, capitulate here, and, and and they're 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 abandoning ship. So so I think I mean the you know the, is 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 Facebook in for a rough period going forward? Yeah, I mean the the global economy is weakening. When you take a look at how ad spend is probably going to take a hit over these next couple of next few quarters, um, Facebook is is uh, not really going to. I don't think the expectations are for their revenue to bounce back significantly, and and this is this is troubling. Because uh, you know the the long term outlook is is um, rather bleak because they can't win over the younger generations, uh, and, and I think that's that's really um, complicating how uh, people are you know, evaluating the stock. And right now, the the, the metaverse you know um, opportunity it's it doesn't seem like they're they're having a, a tremendous breakthrough anytime, and uh, that's that's gonna that's troubling to, for the outlook. So so I think you're, you're you're seeing a lot of investors here become very pessimistic. There's there are some people that you know they anticipate um, Zuckerberg will be able to write the ship over the next year or two. But uh, I mean, you have to take a look at some of the key talent that has left. Uh, Cheryl Sandberg, she she uh, announced her departure a few months ago and uh, it, it probably you know suggests that she wasn't behind the vision uh, that um, uh, Mark was taking this company. So I, th- I think you're gonna see that uh, as far as FANG stocks go, uh, this is, you know, I think I think mega cap tech you know, traders—they're—they're—they're they're, they're just going to shy away from Facebook right now until until they really have a breakthrough with the metaverse, and until you start to see those revenues trending in the right direction. And Mark Zuckerberg has personally taken an absolutely massive hit, hasn't he? His uh, net worth falling by around eighty-five billion dollars so far this year. Uh, Ed, uh, he's now worth just under forty billion dollars. It sounds like quite a lot of money, but that is a huge, huge uh, wipe-off of the valuation, isn't it? 
Very much so. And, and I, I think that uh, hopefully he, he had some hedges in place, but <laughs> um, I, I, I think that uh, it's going to take some time to, to really attract interest back into the company. Uh, and, and given the current macro backdrop, uh, I think there's going to be a lot more hesitation into um, piling into this uh, specific social media giant. Well, they certainly haven't been the trend, though, uh, Facebook or Meta's uh, results. We've seen some impressive results, for instance, from the likes of Caterpillar. Caterpillar was, I, it was, a, it was like a perfect earnings result uh, report. Um, you know, they their their shares um, kind of, I think, had one of the the best days in a couple of years. It, 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 it's hard to, uh, you know, you know, listen to their call and, and, and uh, see their presentation and say that uh, this global economy is headed towards a recession. It was rather upbeat. They saw uh, improvement with supply chain issues. Um, the, in, even despite the global economic slowdown, uh, they, they, they still have, you know, significant demand. Um, they're, they're some, some of the pockets of the world that are weakening uh they had some steady results uh from so so i think you're 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 going to to probably see that uh you know caterpillar the, the world uh runs on uh their machines and, and and i think that there's still uh optimism that even despite rising freight and material costs uh they're 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 being very strategic in how they manage their capex spending they tweaked it down a little bit uh and and uh, i think that you know they're 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 prepared for you know uh, uh, a little bit of a hit to global growth but i think that there's still tremendous demand for mining construction um and uh their large machines are going to be used and uh, that's i think right now you know this bellwether is uh c- going to probably be one of those stocks that people will you know gravitate towards when the data starts to deteriorate even further so i think caterpillar just uh, really uh, uh, a company with uh, good results and it looks like they're going to uh, be able to um, keep the momentum going um, even while the economy slows down okay let's uh, switch topics and uh, talk more widely about the u.s economy which has held up better than expected as shoppers seem to be keeping spending despite rising prices and those um higher borrowing costs i I think you know today's you know round of u.s data was was it it told the you know if you take a look at the headline numbers uh like the gdp coming in at 2.6 percent you know snapping those two consecutive negative uh readings we saw in those prior quarters um but Personal consumption, you know, down from 2% to 1.4%, but it came in higher than expected. Um, when you take a look at the labor market, you know, we, we still, it's it's re- really near cycle lows, 217,000, which, I mean, for the labor market to, to start to get nervous, you need to see claims at 300,000. We've never been near there. Um, so I, I think I think right now you're, you're, you're seeing that, Yes, there's signs the economy is slowing down. It's pretty apparent. And when you take a look at that GDP beat, when you you know dissect the numbers, you know a lot of that was because of foreign trade. Uh, foreign trade is going to weaken um, going forward. So I think you're, you're seeing a lot of momentum here uh, that um, is probably exhausted in this GDP numbers. So I think you know fourth quarter 
is going to be much lower, I believe. And and uh, I think that's uh, something the markets they're 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 expecting that that will help contribute to further price declines. The GDP price index is um, that one had a much more significant drop, and and I think that's probably the the trend uh, for inflation. So that's why, you know, if you take a look at Treasury yields, you know, the ten-year now, it was trying to hang on to four percent uh, after this was these uh, economic reports. We're, we're down six basis points, three ninety-three, three uh, spot ninety-three nine. So it looks like, you know, the market is fairly convinced the Fed will raise rates by seventy-five next week, and that a downshift will happen in December. So it, it, it seems that the slowdown is here. And, and that you're, you're you're going to see the Fed pivot, but we have to remind ourselves it's all about inflation. And if if inflation is still showing a lot of stickiness over the next few months, and if the labor market is is still strong, which right now it it still is, um, and employers are not laying off. Typically, you would see companies do hiring freezes, then the layoffs. But right now, we're we're not seeing um, dramatic announcements of, of widespread hiring uh, freezes. So I think there's this belief that uh, it's still hard to fill the vacancies. I think employers, even if they don't like the employees they have, it's hard to replace them. Uh, so this labor market could remain tight for quite some time. So I think uh, you're, you're, you're going to see, uh, you know, the, the inflation pressures are going to still be there. So I think it's still premature to say that uh, the Fed's going to downshift in December. But, you know, the market is is uh, trying to get ahead of that. And, and that's why we've seen uh, all that volatility in fixed income. Yeah. And of course, it is a, an important time, isn't it, politically? Because uh, these better than expected figures are one of the last major economic readings before the U.S. midterms in november so i suppose that is good news is it not for president biden uh i think the only thing that could have saved uh the democrats for uh the uh, midterm elections would have been if we if we saw a four percent gdp reading and if that gdp price index came in even much lower uh than the the impressive result we saw i think the 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 damage is done i think the you know the voters um have made up their minds so it, it's it's probably going to be a tough outing for uh democrats they're 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 looking to hold one of the chambers but i think this is this is not going to be pretty and uh, we'll we'll see um with midterms just right around the corner and uh, this is this is a this is a likely to lead to a uh, a lame duck uh president for those last two years um but i i think i think that the economy right now um has definitely um shown some um resilience but uh i, I think you know you, you can't get away from inflation that's still front and center for a lot of americans and uh, i think that the lower and middle income families they're feeling the pinch a lot more and uh i think in you know if you take a look at the states that um polls are close uh, i think it, the advantage is is um growing more heavily towards the republicans one other story i wanted to ask you about it's our friend cryptocurrency which uh, has been largely in the doldrums for quite some time having said that the market cap has now approached one trillion dollars again so are the good times returning 
Bitcoin is back above 20,000 and uh, the amount of memes celebrating it, uh, it the, the, they're, they're limitless. Um, I, I, I think that the move in treasury yields is, is the key to everything. Um, and and that, that I think for, for a lot of people in the crypto world, you know, they they know that once you have that Fed pivot put in place, uh, that's the that's the waving of the green flag for the bulls to go. Uh, some people are trying to get ahead of that. There's uh, expectations that uh, you're 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 seeing the end of peak global peak tightening. Um, the I think I think there's a uh, still a lot of expectations that uh, um, you know crypto has is going to survive this winter. Uh, and and that um, with now Bitcoin above twenty thousand, Ethereum now above fifteen hundred, which is pretty impressive. Um, you're 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 looking at an environment here where um, if 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 we continue to see um, you know these these global central bank rate decisions uh, come underwhelm or deliver dovish hikes, uh, then I think you're going to see the that's good news for for cryptos in general. And and you know you know will we get to three trillion anytime soon? Probably not. Um, but uh, I, I think that uh, one trillion is probably going to be where we start to see prices um, broadly uh, stabilize for all the top. You know cryptocurrencies, and I think that um, this is this is a, an interesting environment because as we start to see the economy weaken, and as investors pair you know scale down their their uh, exposure to some uh, non-performing tech or communication stocks, I think you're going to see that a lot of that money is going to uh, filter into. Uh, crypto and also you know i think bullion is going to do pretty well too but um i i think this is this is a an interesting time right now for crypto because the news front has has been relatively quiet um there hasn't been any major announcements of uh new crypto products crypto capital coming in but um i, th I think that uh it's welcome news i mean if if the 10-year yield uh you know in, in another you know month or two is you know, closer to three and a half percent, then, uh, you know, you're probably looking at Bitcoin, uh, you know, above 25,000. So I think there's uh, there's still a lot of potential here. And I think a lot of investors are saying that this is uh, this trade, um, you know, we're, we're probably going to see, you know, good resistance between 22,000, 22,500. But uh, if that if that clears, then watch out, uh, you know, um, we can we might see some flashes of the the you know the bitcoin volatility that you know um you know engulfed the markets and uh, I, I think that there there is growing momentum here but uh still i think inflation is going to be a lot trickier than everyone is um i think anticipating at this current moment but uh, we'll see right now it's it's definitely uh, it's been good news for crypto okay ed thank you very much for joining us today we'll speak to you again very soon thank you This is the Oanda Podcast.